song to sing and I'd like for you to pray with me as we prepare to sing this this song. God as we sing the uh, goodness of God Lord help us to to uh, take a second just pause and just think about how good that you've been in the midst of a I, I know we're going to have a lot of prayer requests a lot of prayer prayer needs we always do we always have we do we always will and those are, that's, that's true. And it's, it, is a, it is appropriate, it is good for us to, 
to uh, take, our, take our need to you. Sometimes it just isn't anybody else we have to take our need to. So we thank you, Lord, that you are Lord, that you are, that you are God. And help us, though, right now to change our mind a little bit and, sh- and sh- shift our heart just, just, just a little bit. We're always going to have the need. But Lord, right now, help us to concentrate on how, also how good you are, how good you've been to us, the way that you've blessed us. And in the midst of need, uh, help us to praise and in the midst of our need, Lord, help us to praise you. Help that, that praise to be continually, continually on our list. God, you have been so good to us. And right now we want to we wanna sing to you about how good that you've been. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Your goodness is running after, it's running after me. With my life laid down and surrendered now, I give you everything. Your goodness is running after, it's running after me. the goodness of God. In all my life you have been faithful. In all my life you have been so, so good. With every breath that I am the goodness of God. Oh, I'm going to sing of the goodness of God. Amen. You may be seated this morning. All right, if you have your Bible, Hebrews chapter 10, 24 through 25. Why do you gather for church? Hebrews 10, 24. 4 through 25. As you're turning there, getting ready, I'm going to say something about this every week. You're just going to get tired of hearing about it. But it's gonna, it is our prayer day on April the 9th, a 24-hour uh, prayer time for the church. And we're asking you to take a 30-minute, uh, at least one, 30-minute prayer slot, and you can sign up for that on the bulletin board in the, the foyer of our sanctuary. The, uh, just, I'm just going to mention two things, and we'll get into the message. The most common question that's been asked to me so far is where, not so much when, but where do we pray? You pray wherever you are, wherever you want to pray, whenever your 30-minute your slot comes out. Now, don't worry about it if you pray a little bit more. Okay, I don't think God's going to get mad at you if you pray a little bit more than your assigned time, but wherever you are. Now, having said that, it is going to be a 24-hour period from midnight to midnight to midnight on April the 9th. Uh, the, the sanctuary, this sanctuary, this room will be, will be open the whole time. And so you are, you are welcome to, to come pray here if you'd like to. If you prefer that, that's, that's great. And if you'd rather just pray at your home, in your car, wherever, wherever you might be. So wherever you want to pray, and then uh, uh, prayer requests. Uh, we're going to make a list of prayer requests. You can, people who are praying can use that list or not, but we'll have that list available to you. If you have something, someone that you'd like to have on that prayer list, there's this plate right over here to your right in the, the sanctuary will, will always be there. And you can make, uh, you can write out on a note, put your prayer request there. If you'd rather do that online, if you go to our website, 
the, one of the first things you'll see up in the right-hand corner of our website is how to turn in a prayer re request. So you can do that electronically, of course, or you can do that by on paper. So pray wherever you are. Just ask that you, that you sign up and pray for a lot of people. Uh, for some people, I don't know about a lot, for some people praying for half an hour is a little bit of a challenge. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with being challenged to do something that you've never done before. For, for, for some of you, uh, you, you, do that, you do that a lot. But whatever, just uh, all we're asking is that we pray. I really, you know, I, I, I'm almost at that point. I just don't, uh, I'm not going to, I'm willing to say I don't care about anything else. That's not true, but you know what I mean. Uh, almost in comparison, I'm just not sure that anything else is going to be as, as important as, as this. Like I said last week, I don't really think the devil cares about a whole lot of other stuff that we do. I think he cares when we pray. Okay? All right, Hebrews chapter 10, 24 through 25. Hebrews 10, 24 through 25. Famous chapter, uh, not uh, chapter so much as famous verses about uh, gathering together as a church, kind of like we are right now, gathered together as a church. And let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as is the manner of some, but exhorting, and exhorting, the best translation for that, and some of your translations probably say it, is encourage, but exhort or encourage encourage one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching so the title of the message if you saw it and there is an outline of this on the back side of your announcements if you'd like to use that is why do you gather together for church why are you here what is it that why are you here why do you gather together for to come to church, to be at church. Why do you gather together for church? The, the scripture makes it very plain, if you're looking at 24 and 25 again, we are to consider one another in order to stir up love and good works in each other and then to encourage each other. Now here's a big change. There's, you could count on one hand probably the number of issues in your life that's going to really dramatically change your spiritual life, okay? I'm only going to deal with one, and that is this one right here, the why did you come to church? What is church all about for you? When I talk about church, I'm talking about the church that gathers together exactly like we are here. Why do you do it? One of the handful of things that will dramatically change your life and change your spiritual life is this this issue right here of why you come to church and it is going from getting to giving okay and that doesn't sound like that great of a thing almost everybody i'm not going to i'm not going to browbeat you all right I, i'm just i'm just not because i've been exactly where everybody is at some point. Uh, everybody, when they start to church, when they begin to come, everybody starts, for the most part, coming 
to get. All right, that's great. I just, hey, I just want you to come. All right, I just, I just want you to come. But almost everybody starts out coming to get, okay? I want to uh, get from the songs, get from the teaching. I want to get from each other. I, I, I need to be fed. I, I need to be fed. So almost everybody comes to begin with, I, I need to be fed. I need to get. I, you know, Great, I need, I need. I understand that. I do too, okay? But there's a tremendous shift that happens to some people, and it never happens to some others. But that tremendous shift is when it's not that we leave the getting as in, okay, I don't need to, I don't need to get anymore. That's, you know, it's not that, but it's a shift. It's, a, it's growing. It's a movement to where it's, not, it's no longer just getting, but it's giving. And that does, like I said before, I hate to repeat myself so much, but it's not, it doesn't sound like that, that big of a deal, but it's a huge deal. And it's, it's going to be a huge transformation in your mind and, and heart where you come to the gathering to give. And that's what we're going to talk about, and I'm not going to give up on that. A couple of screens, these are, this is on your outline. Self-centeredness is the foundation of boredom. So you have this group that uh, uh, complains about church. Why? Because uh, you've trained yourself to only come to get. See, if the music isn't just right, this is like uh, something I don't want anybody to do, but you're going to do it anyway. I just don't want you to do it. And if you do it, I don't want you to tell me about it. Because I don't like it, okay? And that is when you meet for lunch after church and start complaining about church. Okay, now some of you are sitting there thinking, okay, i got to stop doing that. Yeah, yeah, you do, okay? Where you go anywhere and you, and you just complain, well, the music was a little off, you know. Or, or didn't we hear that song, you know, two weeks ago? Or, or, or the preaching. Oh, I don't want to hear about the preaching. Okay, I don't want to. I don't want to hear it. I know it's. I know it's. Uh, I, I, I know what it is. All right. It's where you move from that to where the gathering is not about what you get. The gathering is not just about what you get. Because if it stays there, if you stay there, if, if you never go on from that, if you never move on to the giving part and not just the giving part, then church becomes boring for you because we didn't entertain you enough. Because we didn't entertain you enough. Hey, you know what? We're not as good as Branson, and we're not Branson. And they're all about the entertainment. That's fine. That's Branson, you see. And that's a show, you see. But we're not a show. Because we're not into, into how we can entertain you. We're not into was the, did the song sound just... And, you know, we want the songs to be right. We want, the, we want the preaching to be as good as it can be. But that's not really what it's all about, is it? It's not all just about that. And if you're not careful, self-centeredness 
is the foundation of, of boredom. And you become bored with church because for you, the gathering is all about you. You're never going to be happy with that. You're never going to be happy in church. It's all, you're always going to need more. You're always going to need more excitement. You're always going to need more going on. You always, you know, something to stir you, something to, because it's, because it's, when it's all about you, you get bored really quick. I want you to know that that statement is true, not just about church, it's just about life. Self-centeredness is the foundation of being bored. Well, I'm bored. I, I told my children, I am not your entertainment director. Okay, I am not. I'm going to tell you as your pastor, I am not your entertainment director. All right. Being bored is if you are, it's, it's just all about you. Now, the next screen, giving people are giving people are rarely bored. Why? Giving people are rarely bored. Why? You don't have time. You don't have time to be bored. I'm bored. You've got too much time. Fill that time up. Give. This, it's not complicated. It's, it's really not. I don't know that you're going to do it, but it's not complicated. You're bored and you're tired of it. Why? Because it's become all about you. But giving people are, are, are rarely bored because they don't have time to be bored. Why? Because they're busy giving. They're busy giving. Now, some of you have already made this switch. In fact, in fact, uh, as I go, you know, play my church through my head, I, I know a lot of us have. A lot of us, I'm preaching to the choir. Good. I want to fill that choir up, okay? I want that choir to be full. But preaching to the choir means that I'm preaching to people who already know it, they already get it, you're already there. Good. You just stay with me. You won't be too bored because you're in the giving mood. And that switch is to where we begin to gather with the church in order to give. What can I do? What can I do? Instead of what can somebody do for me? What can I do for someone else? We begin to look around. We look at the people around us. We look at the church. What can I do? When I gather with the church, what can I do for you? How can I help you? How can I, how can I pray for you? What can I, how can I encourage you? And that's exactly what the word says. That we gather together to exhort, to encourage each other, to stir each other up to good works, to stir each other up to love, to stir each other up, to, to, you know, to help each other, to encourage each other. Just, just all, those, all those words are perfect words. What can I do to encourage you, to help you? It's amazing how church becomes different when I look at it differently okay now this is uh this was an appropriate day there's just so much more but on the announcement side of your bulletin off to the right we, we hardly ever do this but off to the right i just made a short list of of things that we need we need people to be involved in some things we need people to go from watching to to working where you go from getting to giving you you look at that list that's a that's a short list there are so many more things to do, to do around here, but it's, that, it's me right now trying to stir your thoughts about when I come to First General Baptist Church, what can I do?
What can I give? How can I help? How can I be involved? What can I do for someone? Now, for some of you sitting here that need to make that switch, you say, well, you know, I don't know. That's okay. But let me think about it. Good. Good. You're on the way. You are on your way. I'm not really sure right now. I don't know where I can fit in. I'm not sure what I... But let me think about it. Great. What I want you to do is start right now. If you haven't made that switch from getting to giving, I want you to, I, I, I want you to begin that switch, begin the work of that switch right now. What can I do? What can I do? How can I be involved? How can I give? And I want you to begin that work in your mind, in your heart, in your prayer right now. Now, here's what I want you to do. Finish out the day, of course. But I want you to come next week. The, the, the next time, whenever it is, the next time you gather with the church. And I want you to come with the mindset and the mentality, what can I do? Now, it may not be a position. It may not be a job, so to speak. But you know what? Let me put it to you this way. I almost said some things uh, before I prayed, before we sang the goodness of God. Uh, we've just got, like every church does, we've got a church full of people who need encouraging and who need prayer, uh, a pat on the back, so to speak, a hand on the shoulder, a hug, because we can hug now. We've just got a church full of people who need encouraging. Will you look around and see that? Can, can you look around, and we're going to kind of get into to this more when we talk about see the day approaching. Can you look around and see your church through different eyes? Different eyes. See your church in a different way. Start seeing the people differently as people who need encouraging, as people who need a, you know, a, a pat on the back, a shoulder to cry on, need a, need a hug. It's maybe just simple as going up to someone and said, I'm praying for you. Don't say that unless you are. Uh, I'm praying for you. And, and maybe that's all you need to say. And I could go on and on. I could just, you know, just little hints, little things. It doesn't have to be a real big thing. It can be a real small thing. But you know that real small thing is a lot more than you were doing. And if you are praying for someone and you let them know it, maybe you haven't done that in a long time. Maybe you've never done that. But if you are praying for someone, it could be just as simple as going up to them and letting them know, I'm, I'm praying for you, okay? That's just an idea. You take that and you run with it. And you take the rest of this day and however many days it is until you gather with the church again. And I want you, I'm, I'm asking you to be thinking about what can I do? Who can I help? Who can I encourage? So much more than a position or a job. Just, just an awareness of the people around you. And they, they need encouraging. So much more than you realize. Okay? All right, as you see the day approaching, the day the, on the next screen, the day is when time comes to an end and eternity begins. That's, 
the day. Gather together, encourage each other, so much more as you see the day approaching. The day uh, when time comes to an end, the, the day is just simple. It, it explains itself. It is time. The, the day signifies a, a specific amount of time. What I want to say about time is what makes it time is that it has a beginning point and an ending point. If it has no ending point, that's eternity. And so time has an ending point, a beginning, uh, beginning point, an ending point. That's time. There will be a time that ends and eternity starts. We are heading toward that time. Can you see that? Can you see that? Can you feel that? That every day is one day less, and we are closing in on that time. I want you to think about that, and exactly what that pastor in that day wanted them to see. I, w I want you to think about it. I want you to know that time is coming to an end. Now, even if you can't see it, and well, I haven't really been paying attention, even if you can't see it, you need to know it. The time is coming to an end. All of us are coming to an end. And as that end gets closer, time is shorter, I need to do something. I need to make it count. The next screen, the last one. Are you paying enough attention to see that day approaching? Can you see that? That it is coming to me. Seems like it's, it's approaching fast. I don't want to be doom and gloom. So I'm not, I'm not going to be. I just, but I do need you to think about the fact that time is coming to an end. Here, let's go back to what I started with. If you can see that, if you can feel that, if you can appreciate that, that there's just, that time is becoming less and less, uh, stop putting it off. It's as simple as that. Stop putting it off. If you believe the Holy Spirit has something for you, if there's something that you can do in the congregation, if there's somebody you can encourage, uh, I'm trying to do this. I'm not, I don't know if I'm doing very well at it, but I'm really, I'm trying to, I'm trying to practice what I preach. When I believe the Holy Spirit's asked me to say something, I'm trying to get to where I say it. When I believe the Holy Spirit's asked me to do something, I'm trying to get to the point I just do it. I'm trying to get where I stop putting things off. Why? Because I don't think I've got much time left. And I need, to, I need to do what I'm supposed to do. I need to say what I'm supposed to say while there's time. I want you to feel that. I want you to feel that. Whatever it is that the Holy Spirit's asking you to do, whatever he's showing you, Stop putting it off. And so again, I'm going to go back to uh, take the rest of this day and take the days that we have until the next time we meet. And what is it that the Lord would have you do? If he begins to show you, if he begins to lay on your heart what you're supposed to do, how you're supposed to encourage, who you're supposed to help, who you're supposed to pray for, stop waiting another week and another week and another week. Just, just do it. I'm going to ask you to stand and we're going to have our prayer time right now and the band's going to come on up uh, 
Rusty's going to have some a few things to say. I, I don't know. Uh, just kind of introduce the song. And I'm not going to do any more. I'm not going to say more. Just want you to know that these altars are here and these seats are here. If you have somebody you need to pray for, want to pray for, if you have something going on and you need to pray about it, if you just need to pray for yourself, I will come up at the end and we're going to do prayer like we often do where we'll stand in for each other. But uh, for this time right here, if you have a need, if you have a burden, if you have a care, uh, that's what these altars are for. That's what this time is for. If somebody comes to pray and you see that and you feel that nudging of the Holy Spirit to come with them, to pray for them, to help them in prayer, if you feel the nudging of the Holy Spirit, do it. Do it. Don't put off what you know the Lord's asking you to do right now. As you see the day approaching, encourage each other. I wasn't sure if I was going to say anything or not. I wanted to, but then when uh, uh, Daryl began to preach about getting from going from getting to giving, I think I knew that I was supposed to because this song, to me, is it is a prayer. And I want you to listen to the words of the song and when, the way that we get from getting to giving is ask God what he wants from us. What do you want me to do, God? When, when we realize that, that we want to be able to give God everything that we have, even if it's uh, laying down our life for him, or whatever, the, whatever it is that God wants us to do, this song says it, uh, this prayer says it in song, because this is a, a prayer to me. God, whatever you want me to do, that's what I want to do. And so when we get to that point in our lives when we can say that to God, then we can do it for others. And that's what he wants us to be. So as we sing this song, just think about the fact, what does God want me to do? And whatever it is, that's what I want to do. Jesus, Jesus. Precious Lord, none on the earth or heaven above that I have found beautiful. You are my treasure, my great reward. I just want to move your heart. Is all I want to do, I just want to stand in awe and pour my love on you, no matter how much the cost, I freely give it all to you, all to you. Jesus, Jesus, my all. All my ambitions, my hopes, my dreams, and here's my life, Lord, sacrifice, 
just to bless you. I just want to move your heart. Is all I want to do. I just want to stand in awe and pour my love on you no matter how much the cost. I freely give it all to you. wanna move your heart be caught within your gaze right here in your presence God is where I want to stay oh just to dwell in your house spend my hours and my days on you on you is it a friend song I sing then here's every melody just tell me what moves you tell me what moves you is it a fragrance then I'll pour my oil out is it a life laid down then here I give my vows is it a song I then here's every melody just tell me what moves you tell me what moves you I just want to move your heart is all I want to do I just want to stand in all and pour my love on you no matter how much love
Is it a fragrance? Then I'll pour my oil out. Is it a life laid down? Then here I give my vows. Is it a song I sing? Then here's every melody. Just tell me what moves you. Tell me what moves you.